Porter City presents 21 Days Prayer and Fasting. Theme, Passover and Freedom. Date, 30th May to 19th June 2022. Host, God's Anointed Servant, Prophet Nanaseyo Pokusakode. The Bible said, It is God who is at work in you. Yes, sir. Both to wear and to do of his good pleasure. Jesus. That means that he has started something, he's working on Yes, you. sir. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, when you study God carefully, when God went to Egypt to deliver the Israelites, he didn't go there one day and brought them out. The deliverance was a process. So, sometimes deliverance is a process. Yes, sir. Huh? Yes, sir. The devil might let it look like nothing is happening, but in the spirit, you are winning. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. One day you wake up and realize that your destiny has changed. Amen. That's how it happens. You cannot tell the process, but you get up and realize that. Let me show you something. If you study, there's a tree in front or at the back of your house. It was planted very small. After some time, it became a huge tree. But you didn't really know the process where it was going. Sometimes you travel, you go and come see that it's growing. So when God is working something spiritually, it's very difficult for your mind and your eye to see. But if you believe, that is why it yeah. has, that is why he doesn't want us to relate to him by sight. Jesus. Because if you stay with God by sight and you stay with God by what you can see and faith, then you get confused. She wants you to relate to him by faith. Now, what is faith? That is that you don't see, but you believe it's working. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I'm telling you, listen. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm talking about the law of firstborns. <laughs> there is something God has done in your life that has attracted all kinds of battles around you. But it doesn't mean God has also stopped doing new things. Yeah. Now the reason why we are teaching this thing is that you come to the place of realization that any step God takes you, there will be a battle. Uh. So between the single portion and the double portion, Job faced an attack. Uh. But attack didn't stop God from bringing the double portion. Jesus. The devil can try his worst, but his worst cannot cancel God's best. No, you are not listening to what I'm talking about. I said the devil's worst cannot supersede God's best. He dealt with Job, but God still came to bless him. Amen. Just that Job has to come to the place of consciousness of the fact that any blessings of God, hear this, any blessings of God will attract satanic attention. Once God starts blessing you, you will attract the devil's attention. So, this is not going to stop God from doing new things. It means that between now and tomorrow, some new firstborns will be born. Anytime God does something in your life that nobody in your family has ever experienced it or done to somebody, a firstborn is born. God has built a firstborn. How many of you know that God has not finished with you? If I has not even started, you start after my message today. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want you to pray, pray, and I want you to pray it very strong. You are going to pray and ask the Lord to open your spirit and give you understanding. Because if you don't get, I don't want to preach this message, then all you are thinking of is that, hey, I was the first to marry, so the devil is after me. I was the first to uh, have a chance, so the devil is after me. Now, God has not stopped. He's going to still do some new things in your life. Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, you are going to be a firstborn until you depart from this. Amen. Amen. 
Yeah. If you look at Israel, today I was meditating about something. God told them that. I am going to call you. I'm going to make you, you are my firstborn. I'm going to bless you. And let me tell you something. The Jewish people are blessed. There is nothing you can do about it. They control the economies of nations. They are very quiet like that. I'm telling wherever they go, if <clears throat> every country I go and they tell you this is a Jewish community, it's the most expensive community. You don't travel, so you, are, you don't know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. But that is a fact. They control wealth. Very simple, but they control. If you go to where, where we buy these cameras and things, it's in U.S. called B&H. It is the biggest electronic shop in the world. It is such a way that when you buy something, you can't carry it. It has to go through a belt. Like the way you, are, like the way you come to airport and your belt comes. So you, you, you go and pick it at the end. Now, within the shop, you can get lost. And when you go, you see the Jewish people. God has blessed it because it's a covenant. So when God set you apart and point you as a firstborn, she will bless you beyond everybody's imagination. But that does not mean that you should be afraid. Hey, 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 hey. Because some of you, eh, if you don't take away the African mindset, Warfare is good for us, but it's dangerous to always work with warfare mentality. Seems that every day there is a devil somewhere to fight. If there's no one, you look for one. Devil, where are you? It's a long time I saw you. I need a battle. Can you come? No. Much as we are doing welfare, there's also a place of rest. I said there is a place of rest. There is a place of rest. Hallelujah. I also want you to understand that I sense by the time we finish this program people will enter some new realms of blessing and the reason is because now God knows when he gives you the blessing you know how to defend it when you didn't have knowledge about it some of us have been very careless because if I didn't preach this some of you have never even thought you were firstborn when we call firstborns you don't come do you know that you have been going to meet this baby? If I follow me, I've called firstborn and you didn't come. Eh, me, myself, I didn't know. At that time, when I was preaching that thing, I didn't know. When I called firstborn, if I, there are people who even came by faith, I picked them and I drove them away. Have you seen it? I was praying. I said that there is somebody here, you are not a firstborn that you have come. I don't know why he came. Either the Holy Ghost left them, I drove him or her away. But over the years, God has given me revelation that, hey, you mix it. Thank God for his grace and mercy. Now listen, the Bible says in the days of ignorance God overlooks. Sometimes it doesn't help you. In the days of ignorance, we have been ignorant. That is why, I mean, one of the strongest scriptures in the Bible is that my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Not for lack of fasting. Not for lack of prayer. They pray alright, but they are getting destroyed. They are fasting alright, but because they lack knowledge. So, your quest for knowledge and there is no substitute. It should be your prayer that God damage my ignorance and release biblical knowledge unto me. The deeper you know the word of God and have knowledge, the more the devil stay away from your territory. Amen. Hallelujah. Because some of you are going to be here, maybe nobody has ever done a wedding in your family, but when we're doing the wedding, all you are thinking of is the style of the reception. 
and the decoration, the cake, sweet eating things, and then your cake is like from here to the roof. That's what you are thinking about. You see, we ignore this, that fact that this thing I'm doing is the law of parting and seed. It has never happened. Anytime you, something happened to you that has never happened, you must begin to build defense. And today I'm going to give you the process, the, the lifestyle to live, to sustain your firstborn encounter, and to sustain your birthright of any good thing God is doing with your life. Amen. Lift up your two hands. Say, Father, Father, I receive grace. I receive grace to survive. To survive as a firstborn. As a firstborn. And I, do you believe that you are going to survive? Yes. Sir. I said, do you believe that you are going to survive? Yes. Sir. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You are going to survive. Now look at it. For instance, look at it. If you look through the Bible, let me come to biological firstborn. You can know how the spiritual firstborn are going to suffer by the way the biological firstborns are suffering. You can know the devil's attention on the spiritual firstborn by what has happened to the biological firstborn. For instance, there are two sides of the Abrahamic covenant. They have the natural and the supernatural. The natural is the original born Jewish people. The supernatural is me and you. Now that is in Galatians chapter 3. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord. He made a curse for us. It is written, curse is everyone that hung on the tree that the blessings of Abraham may come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ. So the Jewish people doesn't need Christ to be blessed. But we need Christ to be connected to the Abrahamic blessing. So when somebody born a bona fide biological Jewish person, he doesn't need Christ to receive financial and, and wealth and blessing. But gentle man, when we talk about Abrahamic blessing, it's the only blessing that can be transferred. So if the blessing is so Abrahamic, at the, at the, once you die, it dies with you. So that is why your uncle was a millionaire in the seventies, and when he died, the whole house was broke. When you go to a village, you see that that is better uh, apotroka is still parked there, hmm? and uh, uh, some goat play inside. Does anybody has that? Uh, yeah, goat. You see it in your house. Then you see some very stubborn goat. They jump on it and they jump. But that uncle, everybody knows him, but he doesn't have anything. It means that the blessing he has is not Abrahamic. There are some rich people. Some people know them in the 70s. But now you can't hear of them again. Amen. Recently, I just discovered that a lot of the blessings in America, like people discovering things, they are connected to some Jewish bloodline. Seriously, the owner of Walmart, eh? Sam Walton, he was the richest man before Brigade. He divided his wealth to his family, that is why he dropped. And he's a Jewish man, even this Facebook guy. So he was in school, he was not learning. They sack him, yeah, he was not learning. Do you know that most of the billionaires in America they are school dropout? Even Bill Gates was a school dropout. Yeah, the only way to leave the transfer for your children is that it must be connected to Abraham. If it's not connected to Abraham, no. Today I was studying that even the Arabs, do you know the two sides of the natural Abraham? The, the Isaac, the Jewish side are Isaac, and the Arabs are Ishmael. He told Abraham, As for Ishmael, I will bless him because he's coming from your loins, and they are blessed. They are seriously loaded. Go to Saudi Arabia, go to Dubai. It's the same thing. Amen. Yeah, even the blacks, we are also connected to him through Keturah. Our problem is attitude. 
But then when you become born again, because when you talk about the Gentiles, the Gentiles include everybody. If you are not a Jew, once you are not a bona fide Jew, become born again, you are a Gentile. Whether you are white, green, or blue, you are a Gentile. That's what it is. But listen to me very carefully. If you are going to live, and, 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 and the blessings of Abraham has nothing to do with doing away. It has nothing to do with that. No. If the Abrahamic blessing is there, you don't need to leave anything for your children. They would naturally step into the blessing. Did you understand what I'm talking about? You don't understand what I'm saying. Now, so, so the reason why you are fighting for your father's will is that you don't understand the Abrahamic blessing. If you understand, you won't. Do you know that Jacob never get anything from his father Isaac? And Isaac was a wealthy man. Jacob ran away from his father's house with a staff and a pillow. When he went to battle, he slept on a stone. He saw a ladder span from heaven. Angels were ascending and descending. And God told you that the land where you are sleeping, one day I will give it to you. She went to do menial work in his uncles as labor. Very dangerous man. He said that you have changed my wages 10,000. Do you understand? It means that if Levan decides I will pay you 10,000, by the time you finish your job, he will give you two. And he did that thing. So those places... You can work for one year, and the man will say that okay. When you when you take care of my sheep for one year, and the sheep produce thousand, I'll give you maybe hundred sheep. By the time the sheep produce thousand, labor will give like two. Yes, still because of the covenant. By the time Jacob was leaving Laban's house, Jesus Christ, he didn't take one goat from his father Isaac. He didn't take one cattle. He didn't take one sheep. Not even the silver and the gold. Everything Abraham left for uh, Isaac. I mean, was with Isaac. Jacob was because he's connected spiritually. Many people have traveled to abroad, don't know with this covenant. They don't know how it works. There's something about the things of God. If you are ignorant, it doesn't work for you. No. And people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You must have knowledge. For instance, if you don't believe in kingdom prosperity, you can't prosper. You have to believe it and work the principle to make you prosper. No. There are a lot of people in the church. They don't understand the kingdom prosperity. They are still working hard to make it. And how hard can you work? So there are principles that make it work. If you don't understand the principles of divine healing and divine health, you will never work in divine health. You must know it. Somebody must know it on your behalf. Exodus chapter 11 verse 1. Exodus chapter 11 verse 1. Watch this. And the Lord said unto Moses, Yet I will bring one plague, one plague more, upon Pharaoh, upon Egypt. Afterward, he will let you go. Hence, when he shall let you go, he shall surely trust you out thence altogether. Give me the New Living Translation. And stay there. I want to show you something. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will strike Pharaoh and the land of Egypt to one more blow. After that, Pharaoh will let you leave this country. In fact, he will be so eager to get rid of you that he will force you all to leave. That means that this blow is going to be strong. Now jump to verse number 4. Moses had announced to Pharaoh, this is what the Lord says, at midnight tonight, I will pass through the heart of Egypt. All the firstborn sons will die in every family in Egypt. From the oldest son of Pharaoh who sits on his throne to the oldest son of his 
lowliest servant girl who grinds the floor. Even the firstborn of all the livestock will die. So when God gets ready to rescue his firstborn, this is what he does to those holding their firstborn. Don't just be in a mood that everything is about the father uh, because God used you and bless you and you are firstborn. He's, you are just going to be an attack. There's also another dimension that God deals with those who want to deal with you. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yes. There is a place that God descends on everybody. Now, do you know something? As I read through the Bible, I realize that God used nations to punish Israel. But every nation God used to punish Israel, later God there with them. So, it is not in your interest that God is using you to punish his children. After he finished, he will descend on you. And I don't know how that principle works. I'm telling you, even the New Testament, it was not spared. Paul was persecuting Christians and killing them and beating them. When he became born again, God didn't spare him. In fact, it was part of his ministry statement, mission statement. I will show him how much he will suffer in my name. So it's part of the mission statement. Yes, God told him that. I'm going to call you, I'm going to use you. But because you make others suffer, you suffer. And Charlie, hey, Paul suffered. No wonder God didn't permit Paul to marry. It is not in your interest that Paul is your husband. Today you hear that they are lowering him through basket. The next day they beat him. Another way they have stoned him. Can you marry such a man? No. Every woman ran away from the man. This is the law. So God told them, he said, I'll deal with them. Now go to Exodus chapter 12. From there then I'll, 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 I'll come to another line. Exodus chapter 12. Uh, let's read verse number 12. On that night, I will pass through the land of Egypt and strike down every firstborn son. Firstborn son and firstborn male animal in the land of Egypt. Oh, the women are spared. I will execute judgment against all the gods of Egypt, for I am the Lord. Now look at what he did. Now, who are the gods? Who are the gods? They are the spirit that control the systems of Egypt. Do you remember when Moses went to Egypt? He threw his stick down, he became a serpent. Then Pharaoh called the magicians. When they came, they threw their stick that became a serpent. And Moses uh, rod swallowed all the rods of Egypt. Now, those are the powers that were behind the Egyptian governmental system. So, they control. They were behind the, the pharaohs that control the system. In fact, the name Pharaoh eh, is like, it's like a god. Pharaoh is like a god. Pharaoh must be worshipped. Let me not go into details about that. Now, watch this. So, Moses went there. And then, God talks about the fact that I am not only going to kill the firstborn, there are gods. The satanic spirit and demons in Egypt, I will judge them. Why? Because they were the ones that were responsible to make sure that Israel will not go. So, you see, it is not enough to eye some uncle or some grandmother that you think is a witch. The reason for the witchcraft is that there is a God behind the woman that is operating. And the reason we fast and pray is that we don't deal with the person, we deal with the gods. Because we walk in the flesh, but we do not walk after the flesh. It is absolutely foolishness to target a witch and face him physically without dealing with the spirit behind the witchcraft. It's of no use. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. If somebody, if your prophet told you your grandmother is the one uh, uh, attacking your destiny, let me bring it to 
uh, three English language, your grandmother is doing you. How many of you are? Uh, yeah. I just had a canoe. Or here, I can't say. How do we say or here in English? So. <laughs> now, just assume that you don't go and attack your grandmother and kill him. The police will come and arrest you. Amen. The thing is a spirit. Never sit down and attack spiritual things physically. You are wasting your time. Amen. Are you with me? Huh? Um, so, the Bible said, I will execute judgment against all the gods of Egypt, for I am the Lord. Look at verse number 13. Watch it. But the blood on your doorpost will serve as a sign. Marking the houses where you are staying, when I see the blood, I will pass over you. It means that all deliverance has conditions. Can I say that again? Every deliverance has conditions and you must meet the conditions. God is not taking anything from you, but he said, kill a lamb, put the blood at your lintel, the, the, the angel of death will pass through the land. When I see the blood, I'll pass. if you don't do it, you will die. The angel is not asking whether you are Hebrew or you are Egyptian. It's not interesting. What keeps the angel away is the blood. Do you know that? When Israel was living, the Bible said they, they live with mixed multitude. It means that there were Egyptians who joined the trip and left with Egypt. So I am sure, I don't have a proof in the Bible, but I'm sure because of the way the judgment keep going on, I am sure there were some Egyptians who killed the lamb and put the blood there. Because, I mean, if you are wise, can you imagine you are Egypt? If you don't do that, you are a fool. This is why people can be connected to so much negativity that when the negative is destroying them, they still attach to it. I'm telling you, there is nobody in the Bible who death pains me like Jonathan, Saul, Sam. Nobody. Nobody. The covenant system was so strong. Wow. The guy that is a threat to your father's throne, God has linked your heart and the guy together. Do you know Jonathan prophesied to David that I know you'll be the president and I'll be your vice. But he still went on his father's side and died. And the covenant was so strong that after Jonathan died, the thing was so hovering that God was looking for somebody to still release the blessing. And he went to Mephibosheth. It means that no, this thing I promise that I can't cancel it. They have to look on Mephibosheth and release the blessing upon his life. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Don't be attached to a negative thing that when God establishes a covenant and you have to detach yourself, you still stay there. Now, for instance, there can never be a deliverance until it's connected to leave your father and your mother. I am not talking about physically go and cut your parents off. Huh? But sometimes, eh, when you are ready to be delivered from the patterns in your family, you don't practice what they practice. You must disconnect yourself from them. One man of God preached this way. He said, he said one, one, one sign of getting delivered from party, negative pattern is that you become different. To become different means that you don't do things the way other people do it. I live a totally different life. Hallelujah. You either follow me, I have brothers, they follow me, or I won't follow your ways. No, there are people in the family that won't follow their ways. I will not do that. No, I understand the Bible more. Hallelujah. If you are doing a festival, and the festival have to project demonic things, some of you go to some festival in your area, they mention this, you go there. These are the things that they provoke demons for. 
So if you are ready to be delivered, you leave some things. You don't practice something. Get thee out of your father, your kindred, your mother's house, and to a land that will show you. Are you ready to be delivered? If you are ready to have a successful marriage from a home that marriages don't work, it is not enough to pray. You must have knowledge about how to marry well. You must have knowledge. Yeah. For instance, recently I just discovered that one of the greatest blessings you can do to your wife is to have compassion on her. Yeah, the way women are. You must have compassion on them. And I also find out that sometimes if matrimonial homes are going to be stable, there is always a demand that the man must be spiritual. If the woman is more spiritual than the man, there will still be problems. Because the spiritual authority of matrimony is given to man. What is the hierarchy? The head of the woman is the man. The head of the man is Christ. The head of Christ is God. So there is a hierarchy. Are you getting it? So that's what I told you that. Huh? If your calf, is that how they call it? If your, is it calf? If your calf is bigger than your thigh, it's elephantiasis. So if you live in a house spiritually, and the woman is more spiritual than the man. How can you become more intelligent than your head? How can you become more spiritual than your head? So boy, press on. No. How can your wife be coming to church and you are sitting at home? No. And that is why Africa we miss it. It makes us use all kinds of uh, pride and arrogant and bossy spirits. There is nothing like trying to exercise authority that you don't have. It's so dangerous. No. If I tell my wife, don't do this, she will stop immediately because she knows that I am not just speaking as a man who is trying to boss himself around. He knows that I understand spiritual authority. So that time he's going somewhere, I say, no, don't go. Don't go. Just stay at home. Don't go. That time I tell you, no, this is, don't do it. I tell her, I say, stop doing this. After the years, he has learned, no. Because no matter, listen, if, if you have a wife and the wife is a president and you are not a president, every decision you make, he will ask you. You check, check your wife. Even if he's free to ask her, honey, what do you think about this? What do you, because women are such a way that they always want leadership. The way God created them, they always want to say ideas. They always want somebody that will, that, will, that will agree with them for what they are doing. Take spiritual authority in your home. Yeah, the authority I'm talking about is spiritual. It's not trying to walk around and say, That's not what we are talking about. Are you getting it? You must have compassion on a woman. That is not the kind of authority I'm talking about. As is such authority for Fufu and Katinkwa, it's not authority. It's not authority. No, 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 no. It's not an authority. No, you sit in church with arrogant chest out, protrude your mouth, and destroy yourself. Because today I was telling my I said that you can't break a spiritual wall, a spiritual law, and be innocent. It's not possible. Once you break the law, it's a matter of time. It will catch up with you. No. All the forces, all the forces that know you have destroyed the law will come after you. That is what I tell you. For instance, when you fornicate and you sleep with somebody's wife, nobody might have seen you. It doesn't mean the forces of heaven will leave you. When you finish and walk out of the woman's bedroom, they know that you are in their net. So you don't need, it's a matter of time they will come after you. Because you are broken the law. Now, you can be free from the consequence by repentance, deep down repentance, and asking for mercy. But those who are so arrogant that they feel that they are right, wait. 
Do you know that? Look at this. David was on somebody's wife, Bathsheba, enjoying himself. When he finished doing it, you see, once you backslide there, you have your own set of system to think that you are smarter than God. So David finished sleeping with Bathsheba. Bathsheba, after one month, wrote a note and said, I am pregnant. And my husband has been in a war field for two months. So there is no way I can give this pregnancy to him. When my husband was leaving, I had my, my last cycle. It's not in the Bible, but I'm preaching. So my husband was leaving three months ago. She was here. She even wanted to fire before you go. But I have my last cycle. So the man couldn't fire. And Julia, it has at the back of your mind. Now, a man that know that the wife has his last cycle came back and said, I'm pregnant. So Bathsheba sent it to David. Look at David's plan. David then went to the commander-in-chief and said, send me Uriah. Watch this. And his plan is that, and David was a man. He know that a man that leave his wife for six months and come home. Jesus Christ. No, I'm so disappointed. I wish I'm preaching to rare people, but unfortunately, I am have a bunch of hypocrites. So let me just continue my preaching. But once you have a bunch of hypocrites, they keep quiet about things. Daniel is trying to be spiritual. Mickey is trying to be spiritual. This guy's, but I'm saying that a man, and some of you women that are looking at me know what I'm talking about. If your husband traveled for six months and landed at home, even if you're under the pit, he will come there. No, this is it. So David, understanding that principle, was trying to make sure that he sent Uriah home. And the guy is so committed as a soldier that he said, my other colleagues are on the warfare. Why can I go? And he stated, he said, how can I go to my house and have pleasure with my wife? When the ark of the testimony is on the battlefield, I won't do it. I won't do it. Because I don't see how I can go home and enjoy myself and still go and join soldiers who are being on the battlefield while their wives are told. So David's plan was that once Uriah come back home and fired, then it's going to be like the child is for Uriah. Only a woman knows who is the father of their children. Give the Lord a clap of it. Give the Lord a clap of it. When we get to heaven and we all line up at the judgment seat, a lot of things. The Bible says there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed. Let's cut it here. Amen. Righteousness is a blessing. Mm. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. <laughs> you can't cover it. Ah, you cover it one day, God will bring it out. So Uriah didn't sleep. The next thing is that he gave him alcoholic drink. Because that is a man whose appetite for sex is high and now he has taken wine. So David knows all the tricks. This guy still stayed with his commitment. That day, instead of going, he slept at the entrance of the palace. So when they wake up, they say, ah, who are those? They said, oh, the, the Captain Uriah. I, I don't know his rankings in the army at that time. Also, they didn't go home. And do you know something? When you stand in David's corridor, you see his house. Because it's the same house that the wife was bathing that David saw him. So he doesn't need a car. From where he is to his house, he's a walking distance. He, did, he refused to see his wife. He refused to see his wife. It's not that you are taking care to a Kosovo. It's just a walking. So he passed the back of the palace. His house is there. He's one of the bodyguards of David. And he didn't go. Then the next thing is that once the first plan they did where the plan B is murder. 
Once you fornicate mm. or you commit adultery mm. and the sexual act produces a child and it will bring disgrace, abortion will be inevitable. That's what it is. It's, it doesn't change. So once you do it, the next thing is murder. I like the way you are quiet, but that's the truth. We have on all, can you imagine we have, we have what they call unwanted pregnancy? But we don't have unwanted sex. So which one calls what? Which one calls what? We are preaching the gospel. Some of you are not listening. You are looking at us and you go to churches. They don't tell you the truth. But if you don't want to impregnate a woman, I told someone, I said, listen, I said, listen, I don't want that nonsense. Don't, I don't want to hear that. When you take, they went for honeymoon. He said, daddy, my wife just became pregnant. I don't know why. I told her that we should wait more. I said, you are a fool. You are very stupid guy. And if I have a plier, I remove two sets of your teeth. Now. I said, let me show you how foolish you are. When you are having sexual relationship with a woman, the next thing that must expect is pregnancy. That is what it is. So, if you have unwanted pregnancy, we should have an unwanted sex. Period. Period. This is the reason why God wants sex to be done in a certain time and in a certain context. It must be with a certain time. It must be with a certain context. And it must go to a responsibility. So listen, there is nothing more dangerous on earth. It's having liberty without accountability. Liberty without accountability is a very dangerous act. So, once you are doing that, you must suspect. So, God said that, marry the woman, you are ready, anything happen, you can handle it. You can handle it. And if you are not ready to handle that one, stop it. Don't follow Babylonian system and destroy yourself. All those, you see, Babylon present the picture as if the thing looks good. But in their bedroom, they are bleeding. They are under pressure. Men are wearing diapers. They are suffering. I don't want to go to details about it. This is a bottom line. Stay with Christ. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So, that's what it is. And then the guy did it. Now, David, David, find a way. Now, he killed the guy. Now, watch this. That sexual act that he did killed Uriah. Now, the supernatural responded. The supernatural responded. One prophet was sitting in his house. Go zoom there. He said, Kina He downloaded. The prophet doesn't know because a prophet can only know what God told them. Lord Jesus, I wish I'm preaching. I say a prophet can, if you see a prophet speak to you, that God has spoken to the person to speak to you. The reason why you take our word light is that you yourself you are not spiritual. Recently I discovered that <laughs> anyone who is spiritual judges all things spiritual. Cast not your pearls to swine. Give not that which is expensive people who trample upon it. It takes spiritual people to receive prophecy. And it takes spiritual people to take the prophecy serious. Yeah. So it takes spiritual people. They take the prophecy. They receive the prophecy. And they don't take it for granted. Bam! The supernatural descended. The prophet is sitting there. And God gave the prophet a graphic picture of what David has done. 
So the prophet was going to David's house carrying God's message. It means that the supernatural has exposed the matter. Now, whatever you are doing, no man must see you, but this God neither slumber nor sleep. We don't do something not because of man. We do something because we fear God. I say we don't do something because we do what? We fear God. Because he neither slumber nor sleeps. In the supernatural. Begin to pronounce. I say, go and tell him. And the man went to David's house. Narrated everything he has done that nobody saw. Wow. And when he finished, he pronounced his judgment. The prophet went there as a messenger and a judge. And he said, because of what you have done. Number one. You took somebody's wife. I will also cause somebody to sleep with your wife. Now, this is another thing you must understand. This is why you must not mess with your life. God released a prophecy saying, your neighbor will sleep with your wife. The one, the forces used to fulfill that prophecy is David's son. We have to be careful when we have wife and children. You can't misbehave. When he, he, they never... The prophecy never mentioned Absalom's name. Absalom's name was didn't come up. God spoke the word, but the force decided to use his own son to sleep with his own wife and cause the son his, his life. He said, Watch this. You did it in a secret, but I will do it in the open. When God speaks, you must cry for mercy. David never prayed, he took it for granted. My goodness. He prayed for the survivor of that illegitimate child, but he didn't. I'm telling you, and hear this, the prophetic word that the prophet spoke, that it will be done in the eyes of Israel one day. Absalom spread his father's wives, and it was a deban. Israel was on a park. Absalom was on a top. His father's wife naked and sleeping with them one by one. The Bible says, in the eyes of Israel, and that is what God said. And God God and said that because you kill Uriah, the sword will never depart from your house. It means that there will be things happening to your wife, your house, and then and, and you, you see killings. I'm telling you, David's children, oh, Absalom killed Amon. I'm telling you, Solomon did with Adonijah. They were killing one another. Keep on having sex. Keep on sleeping with a woman in the name of thinking you are smart. It's waiting for you. I'm preaching the gospel. Keep on doing it. I'm not the, I, sex is not no man's idea. Sex is no prophet's idea. When I mention sex, it's God's idea. When people slap with people in the Bible, God put it there. Right? Do you know the way the King James translated sex? And Adam knew his wife. So it's not enough to just enter a woman. You know her spiritually. There is a connection and some bond that takes place. Only God can explain. If our Paul said that, when the Bible says the two shall be one, it's a mystery. It means it's coded. There is more depth into it than what you have. Paul says it's a mystery. We have to get to heaven for God to decode it. Tell your neighbor, congratulations. Keep sleeping. Tell the person, keep. You two, keep letting them sleep with you. Continue. Mm-hmm. When I preach, I get angry. You come to church. Your message is sad. Not every pastor can preach what I'm preaching. Those who have listened to me and they are walking this and they are walking in peace. No, 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 no. There are some ladies here. They will never compromise those nonsense with you. They will never accept those nonsense with you. It doesn't matter what you give to them. 
the word of God has entered them. There are some guys here, they are protecting their destiny in the future. Hey! And your baby and your nene da. And your baby and your nene da. Ube woo. It was Dr. Kofi Odro that said, Atupai dube kobunsem jem. Yes, I heard it from his mouth. Dr. Kofi Odro. Dube kobunsem jem. And what did I do? I don't know what I did. I don't know what I The day I heard it, it really ministered to me. That's what it is. Amen. Mm-hmm. I told you, didn't I tell you that the sexual organ would take many people to hell than any of that thing? If people are not able to come to church, it might be sexual organ. It is easy to come to church because of alcohol. It is easy to come to church, but when you come to church and your soul is tied to a woman, Jesus Christ. Takes deep down deliverance. Sex? <laughs> it can make a woman call you. Eh? You will drive from here to Enya. <laughs> 1 a.m. What to car? Petronim now they call. There is no fuel in the car, but you'll be driving. You get to the middle of the road. When the car stops, you walk. Some of the ladies here know what I'm talking about. If you don't stay in righteousness, you will trouble yourself. I said, Ha! Ube took a fool in him. Urebe fisa petronasa. Now we're going to go to the car. No, I No, I trust. No, I trust. No, I lock. No, but your petrol says, What you might have some of my wife? Then you continue. Don't forget this statement. Anything God gives to help you can harm you. It depends on how you handle it. Everything God bless and deliver to you to help you. What is the woman in our life? I'll make you a helpmate. Anything that can help you can harm you. The two sides are there. They are not made for a curse. They are made for a blessing. If you mess with them, I'm telling you, Jesus Christ. How many of you are listening to me? Now watch it. So let me start my message by telling you this. To become a firstborn, spiritually, physically, whatever you open, and you want to maintain and keep God's hand around your life, you can never be delivered from firstborn attack until it starts with salvation. If you are not born again, you are not part of the deliverance team. In fact, the set group that God is going to deliver, your name cannot be in it. Every deliverance starts with salvation. So you got to be born again. It's a must. I'm not talking about going to church. You must walk knowing that my spirit bear witness with the spirit of God that I'm a child of God. You must be the kind of Christian that if the trumpet sound now, you are so sure you are going to heaven. It must start there. It must start there. It must start from salvation. So listening to me, there are many people walking in church, but they have no relationship with Christ. In fact, let me tell you the problem with our generation. People can be committed to church. They are not committed to Christ. They love church. They defend church. When you talk about their church, they will insult you, but they don't know Jesus. And to go deeper, some of you know your pastor more than Christ. Who call your pastor? My pastor said, my pastor said, what will you say Jesus said? Unfortunately, most of those so-called pastors that you are quoting them, they are, they are ignorant is heavy duty one. 
They don't know anything. They don't understand. We are under shepherd. I love what Paul said. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter 3. Listen to Apostle Paul. Give me the New Living Translation from verse 1. Listen to Apostle Paul. Talking about carnal people who, <laughs> dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would to spiritual people. Huh? I couldn't do that. Spiritual. I had to talk to you as though you belong to this world. So the people were sitting in church, but everything about the attitude is worldly. So Paul said that I came with a gift to speak to you as church people, but when I weigh you, you are like worldly people. Am I the one who wrote the Bible? <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say, It's possible this message is for you. Tell the person it's possible. To talk to you as though you belong to this world, or as though you were infant in the Christian life, go down. Watch this. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you weren't ready for anything stronger, and you still aren't ready. You weren't ready, and you still aren't ready. So there are people here, they have never been ready. Never. They will sit in church. Isn't it sad that some people sit in church for years and go to hell? They sit in church, they listen to preacher. Reverend Sue came to preach, Apostle General came to preach, Reverend Simensa came to preach, different men of God. They jump from time to time, but they have no relationship with Christ. Now look at somebody in the Bible. She was the master of the law. She has gone to school to have PhD in theology. His name is Dr. Nicodemus. But he doesn't know Christ. And Jesus said, are you a master of the law? And you don't understand what I'm talking about? If you are not born again, you are wasting your time. Forget about your doctrine. Accept the man be born again. Look at the man. So don't think that people sitting in church as revelation. Nicodemus couldn't even understand spirituality, but he was a doctor of the law. He said, how can I shrink and go to my mother's womb? Jesus said, I'm talking spirituality as you are confused. So hey, don't, don't shut down from Facebook. Don't go to any school and get doctorates in theology when you don't know Christ. You are wasting your time. Jesus said, except a man be born again, he can never see the kingdom of God. This thing is around Christ. When you take Christ out, that's it. It's just, it's, it's nothing. No, it's nothing. You can come to church if this has come and not go to heaven. Because you are not ready for Christ. That is why that's who put your mind on. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. Listen, when, when we became born again, we stopped with our girlfriends. Immediately. I'm telling you. The audacious issue, guys. We stop. Now, that is why I came out with the verdict that salvation affects your taste. You can be born again and be a chain smoker and lose the taste for cigarette, lose the taste for alcohol, lose the taste for the girlfriend you sleep with. Salvation. If any man is in Christ, it's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are becoming. Open also you're born again. But that's who put your mind. Where is your salvation? And you that say I'm holy, you have not had an opportunity. If the opportunity comes and the guy comes, you forget Christ. You have never been tempted. This is what it is. Ready for anything stronger. And you still are not ready. Go to verse 3. For you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are still controlled by your sinful nature. Hey. When it comes to the body. Huh, what do you do to make sure it doesn't affect you? Crucify it. 
crucifixion of the body. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet you know I but Christ I live in me. Until this body is crucified, Adamic nature continues. So, it takes crucifixion of the body to stop fornication. It takes crucifixion of the body to stop dressing and showing part of your body naked. If the body is not crucified, you will not see anything wrong with it. If the body is not crucified, you don't care. You will wear panties and come to church in anointing service and not wear any underwear under it. And you, you will intentionally fall under the power and roll your legs. You intentionally. Not all the power falling are rare power falling. Some of them are showcase. Make this usher suffer for nothing. Your mindset is wrong. You have a stinking thinking. You are still sitting in church. It's sad. Judgment will start from the house of God. That means that when Jesus came and said, all the hypocrites in church who pretended they were Christian, no wonder unbelievers are judging us. You are so-called Christian. How will your boss change? You singing in the choir and sleeping with him. So they see us as a bunch of funny people and they even see with the pastors. If you are singing before I preach and he's sleeping with you, he tell me to I'm sleeping with you. That is the mindset of an unbeliever. What's here? Yeah? I feel pity for people who God has blessed so much. They have become so arrogant. They think they are above salvation because of little money. Wow. I've seen bless you, but I'm sober. Dude, I was talking to a vice chancellor with him and said, Prof, he has ever been to port. He said, What? Then you walk with this simplicity. And I told him, I said, Prof, Jesus was so simple. That with his disciples standing, one disciple must kiss him to identify him. It means that if they don't kiss Jesus, they'll pick a wrong person. That is how Jesus Christ, the creator of the world was. The man was so simple that when you walk and sit with them, you cannot tell the difference. I am not wearing any dress that makes me look different from these guys. Look at them. If I'm standing with them and you don't know me, and they say, come and choose prophet, and I say, I am not wearing a skirt. If you don't know me, they come and say, which one is the general officer? Can you identify? Now, it is easy for you because you know me. But if a visitor comes here, no. Now, in fact, when a visitor comes here, this guy is the one you pick. If they say, let's pick one and kill him, they say, I'm sure it will be the tall one. Don't kill him. This is about him like this. And I told the man, he said, I never thought about this one. Because of small money, Steve Jobs, Steve Jobs, the owner of Apple, was dying of cancer with worth over 80 billion. Cancer, billions of money couldn't save him. Life is in the hands of Christ. Life is in the hands of Jesus Christ. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes. Listen, stop your pride and your arrogance. The devil hits you with one arrow. You see that you are nothing. Billions of dollars. No medical doctor. Jesus Christ. Michael Justin has over 50 doctors. He was planning to live above 100 years. He couldn't survive even beyond uh, some 50, some 50 something. No. Don't deceive yourself. Oh. No. Don't. That's why Jesus said that. We brought nothing to this world. You take nothing. If it is material wealth and a mercy, we will worry. 
this woman, how, how many can you sleep with? How many? How many can you sleep? If we learn, you say you are a humanizer. Let's line all the women they say, enjoy them. Go. You see? So God gave the opportunity said, take one and stay with them. Only the manufacturer can describe the the product. The God that created that, he knows what is good for us. He knows what is bad for us. If you don't live in the context of what he said, you kill yourself. I'm living my life by the context of the Bible. This is the bottom line. You are firstborn of a graduate. You are firstborn of a good marriage. You are firstborn of a wedding. You are firstborn of money. You are firstborn of favor. You are firstborn to travel. You can't live anyhow. Yeah. There was a firstborn in the east. He was the richest man. His name is called Joe. The God testified he was a perfect man. The devil still came after him. What about you? That is not perfect. Today, listen, this generation is making a German be accepted in a church. It means that the pastor must not talk about it. It's normal. Shut the pastor. The things that God got angry in the Bible and rain fire. Instead of raining water, you rain fire to destroy. We are now celebrating it. When our judgment starts, we will see that this almighty God, he has two seats. He can sit on the mercy seat. He can sit on the judgment seat. Now, don't let him move from the mercy seat to the judgment seat. When he sits there, it's a dangerous matter. Generation is not preaching this thing. We are not preaching. No. Now, listen. There is a pastor who is afraid that he knows who a fornicator, but you know when he preaches, you leave the church. Prophet Anna, the doors are one, two, three, four, five, six. You can go. No, you don't need to wait for me to go. Take your bag. I will bless you to go. What? What was the population of Noah's time? He killed everybody and left eight. Who said God wants population in heaven? everybody. So listen. Look at the condition. I couldn't find 10 righteous people in the city. So if I'm rescuing you lot, I'll give you conditions. If I found 10 righteous, you could have gone free. Now I don't have 10 righteous. So when you are going, don't look back. Because if you look back, I'll turn you to be a pillar of salt. His loss are too heavy. Loss are too If you have rescued me, let me go free. He said, don't turn by Timiza. After you come to Christ, don't look to the well. Simple. I have decided to follow Jesus without turning back. The world behind me, the cross before me. How many people are in church looking back? You forget about Christ. When will you sacrifice for Christ? Let me tell you something. I don't have a problem with people living a worldly life, sinful life, and they become born again. But those in the church, today we are married guests in the church, they fornicated why they are Christians. So if I have these two guests and this one lead a worldly life, forget about his worldly life. No wonder God saved Rahab. Because he didn't know the truth. He was just a prostitute. But when he repented, he repented. He was so sanctified that God gave him the richest man in the country to marry. 
and he put his name in the heroes of faith because God could see that this man's heart is dead. It's your heart dead. It's your heart dead. No, we have those one in church. People living in church as ushers, choristers, I mean, I mean, following pastors, I mean, protocol and committing dangerous sins. So I don't mind that. Whilst I caught it with you, all your past was when you were not in Christ. But some of you, your past is when you were in Christ. Coming to church every Sunday and jumping into your boyfriend's house, his car, sleeping with you and still coming to church. So people are picking heavy duty sexually transmitted disease in church. Because when you talk about it, you go to another church. Thank God I'm not a church minded man. I am a kingdom man, oh, I'm telling you. I am a kingdom man, oh. I am a kingdom man. If I'm not a kingdom man, I will not do what you are do- I'm not doing what I'm doing. Hey, who pays me for what I'm doing? No, I am a kingdom man. Keep yourself. Keep yourself. Stay with Christ. There is a price to pay to get a crown from heaven. Now hear this. Sit down. Let me run this one. So the first one is salvation. Be born again. The second one, walk with God. If God pick you as a third one, walk with him. Walk with him. Stay out of some life. Walk with him. Look at the conditions of the first man God delivered. Get thee out of your father's house, from your kindred, from your nation. Go to a land I will show you. And I'll make of you a great nation. By the way, condition. Genesis chapter 17 from verse number one. Watch this. Ha! Pakuda Baya. When Abraham was 99 years old, 99, the Lord appeared to him and said, I am El Shaddai. God Almighty, God Almighty, serve me faithfully and be blameless in life. The condition of Abraham's life is that be blameless. Me and you, are we blameless? So you want to maintain your firstborn status for God to add more? This is the condition. Look at the King James verse. And when Abraham was, Abraham was 90 years old and nine, the, uh, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him, I am almighty God. Walk before me and be what? Perfect. So the word perfect and the word blameless was used synonymously and interchangeably. So a perfect man is a blameless man. I'm pursuing holiness. I am tempted but I am not yielding. I am tempted, but I'm not falling into it. Temptation is not a sin, but yielding into it. If I walk to your room to visit you, and you say, kok, 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 and you say, come in, and you are lying down naked, I am tempted. But if I jump on you, I have yielded. So for Mrs. Potiphar to stand naked before Joseph was a temptation. But if Joseph touched her, he has yielded. So temptation is not a sin, but yielding into the temptation. Why do I know temptation is not a sin? Because Jesus was tempted. And Jesus never sinned. So if Jesus was tempted and never sinned, then temptation is not a sin. By yielding into the temptation is what makes you sin. When you get close to the door of temptation and you see that you are ready to yield, back off. Don't stay in a church and before you bring that girl to the altar, you have had five abortions with her. And then after you marry, you start coming to God to cry, God should give you twins. Where are the twins? They are in the gutter. Where are they? Where are they? We are praying for people, but we don't know the depth of the story. God can have mercy. 
But to prevent, the price you pay to prevent, hear this, is less than the price you pay to kill. Can I say that again? The price you pay to prevent is less than the price you pay to kill. In fact, probably you, it doesn't cost you anything to prevent. It costs you everything to kill. It costs you everything. It costs you everything. Our greatest challenge in this generation is sexual perversion. It's eating into the church. Oh, everything is sexy. If it's not sexy, it will not sell. Sexy. One day I was buying Thai. Both Thai. Thai. Then I asked the girl, please. And sometimes you get confused. I say, which, which, these two, which one is? So this one is elegant, but this one is sexy. What does sex have to do with Thai? But this is the generation. Everything is measured by sex. You must dress sexy. Your hairstyle must be sexy. Your lipstick must be sexy. Your eye must move anti-clockwise. Sex. You are talking to some people in church. Oh, when you say, yeah. hello, excuse me. Yes, how are you doing? When you be born, a bebo. I feel no one's waiting. In one Oh, it's almost an angel. When you saw a person, I cut If you are watching me, there is a nation you live by watching me. Nobody talks about this thing. You still go to church. You can stay in church and forget that you are a Christian. It takes a message to keep you. No, if you continue in my word, then are you my disciple? Look at the condition of the father of faith. Walk before me and be blameless. 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 This is a firstborn. This is a firstborn called as rescue. The condition to sustain your blessing. Nobody was richer than that. Nobody was wealthier than this man. Nobody has enjoyed the benefit of this man. This is a man that God visited his house. Hey, one day God came with two bodyguards and went to Abraham's home. I've prayed that into you before. Genesis chapter 80. Abraham was sitting there and saw two, three men passing. And when he finished, one of them said, in a time of sitting by this time, I shall return. No angel can talk like that. No, go to come. Human phone and visited Abraham. But the condition of that man is to be blameless. Be blameless. So, you want to be free from the negative patterns and you want to be free and make sure that God protects you as a firstborn who is blessed and as a firstborn of new things. A firstborn to travel, a firstborn to marry, a firstborn to have children in Ghana that look like they were born in America. American milk is different from Ghana milk. Then they say, Ghana and MJ. There was a time I finished waiting, I went to US. They say, fresh milk. I took it. So when they finished waiting, I said, go and get me fresh milk from Ghana. Me no me no. This is the bottom line. I'm telling you. Share. Can I tell you this girl? Why are you preaching like this? Because the road to heaven is narrow. Narrow. Jesus said, enter into the narrow way. There is another way that is broad, but it leads to destruction. 
majority, the majority is not always right. Follow them. The majority is not always right. In the kingdom and the spirituality, the majority is not always right. Don't follow them. No. I tell you, you cannot modernize God. This old Bible, you can't modernize the Bible. When the Bible says that's not fornicating, don't call fornicating. Your generation, you call fornicating, uh, what do they call it? Dating. It's not dating. If you are sleeping with a woman that is not your wife, you, it's not called dating. It's called fornication. It's not sin shun. Oh, boy, a That is what it is. Amen. That's what it is. He said, walk before me and be blameless. You want to maintain this one? Blameless life. Walk in there. Holiness is not an, an, an event that you do want, but you must pursue it. Believe God. Pursue it. Pursue it. You fall, you rise, you ask God, Lord, have mercy on me. I'm not going to repeat this thing again. Pursue holiness. Pursue purity. Pursue righteousness. And walk in it. Pretend you don't know what I'm talking about. It will catch up with you, I'm telling you. The same way the old folks preach. No one preached like this. People thought he was taking, saying nonsense until the flood started. The water started and the flood came out. The way we are preaching it, some people will be insulting us until judgment day starts. The church will be raptured. The church will be raptured. Can you imagine? Say, Yesu, the disciples were so smart. They wanted to buy from the mind of Jesus. Tell us when you are coming. Can you give us the date? He said, me, myself, I don't know. So that mystery is only with God. Jesus is sitting in heaven. He's just waiting for God to say, it's time, boy, go. And the Bible says, he will come with the trumpet of an archangel. And that angel will blow the trumpet. Everybody in all the five, six continents will hear. And when the trumpet sounds, the Bible says, the dead in Christ will rise. Find it for me in the book of Thessalonians. Let me read it for them. Second Thessalonians chapter 4. Eh? First Thessalonians, sorry. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Christ will God bring with him. So if you believe that Jesus died and rose again, then those who died in Christ, God give me the new living translation. Let me see the way it goes. I love this one. For since we believe that Jesus died and was raised to life again, we also believe that when Jesus returns, God will bring back with him the believers who died, the believers who died, the believers who died, the believers who died. Hey, not the churchgoers who died. Not the churchgoers who died. Go to the next verse. Let's keep reading. Are you getting? Don't forget this scripture. This scripture will keep you in righteousness. This scripture. Huh? We tell you this directly from the Lord. We who are still living when the Lord returns will not meet him ahead of those who have died. So listen, when Jesus Christ returns, those of us who are alive, if Jesus comes now, we will not go ahead of those who have died in Christ. No, never. Now, what is he saying? Look at Paul. Look at Paul. For the Lord himself will come down hmm, from heaven with the commanding shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet call of God. So these are all the protocol process of rapture. For the Lord himself will come down from heaven with a commanding shout with the voice of an archangel with the trumpet call of God. First, the believers who die will rise from the grave. It will be an, a very amazing sight. 
In fact, the Bible said the sea will give the dead inside. The believers who die. So we will, we will be standing there. And if you are close to cemetery, if there are tombs there and there are believers there, you see them standing on the tomb. It's not an announcement story. Can you imagine that Can you imagine of a very dangerous? A serious matter. Hey! I watched a movie left behind in the plane. He left me. The pilot was kissing somebody. The trumpet sang. Last minute or real piano about to start. When one way to, yeah, one way to do for the Lord Himself will come down from heaven with the with the commanding sound, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet call of God. First, first, the believers who have died will rise from the graves. Hey. Now look at the next verse. Watch this. Uh-huh. And then what will happen? After, the, after they rise from the grave, then together with them, together with them, so the believers who have died will come and join us. Together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the crowds huh? to meet the Lord in the air. Then, so, so, so what is The second coming of Jesus, he won't step on the earth. She will wait us out in the air. He is coming to meet us to send us. So on Sifem, she will be hanging in the head. The Bible says every eye will see him. So the Christianity we are worshiping, it's not a matter of making money and getting money and just getting it. All the money you are not giving to the body and supporting the kingdom. When this thing happens, you leave it for the Antichrist. Because after this, miss, when this thing happens, it's not the end of the world. God is going to start judgment by you rapture the church. And let me tell you, do you know why it will be difficult for you to be born again? The disciples was working with Jesus for three years. They were not born again. They were not born again because Jesus cannot make you born again. The only person that can make you born again is the Holy Spirit. So they became born again at the day of Pentecost. Now, what is a rapture? What is a rapture? Listen, it is expedient for you that I go. If I don't go, the comforter will not come. What is the difference between the comforter and Jesus? It's the same thing. Hallelujah. Jesus can be at one place at one time, but the comforter can be everywhere. Huh? So the Holy Ghost is Jesus without limit. When Jesus was here, where Jesus said, that's where the power is. But when he went in the form of the third person of the Godhead, now watch this. And because he's everywhere, when we talk about rapture, he's exiting. The reason it will be difficult to be born again is that the one that will help you to be born again is gone. So because he came for the church, he can't leave the church behind. So if you are the reason I came, then when I'm going, I must go with you. So watch this. What you call rapture is a permanent exiting. The way Jesus Christ was lifted by a crowd, the disciples saw him and said, Men of Galilee, this same Jesus you see go will come in the same manner. So the father came to the garden of Eden. When Adam said he left, Jesus came for 33 years and left. The Holy Ghost has come one day, he will leave. And the living of the Holy Ghost is what we call rapture. And the Bible says, then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up in the crowds. So you don't need to do anything. No. Gravitation law will be suspended. 
which is also be one bibia ma osu se na okori I'm not telling you a Nancy story. It's not the first time. Elijah was raptured. Enoch was raptured. All these people didn't taste death. They were lifted up. So the rapture, this is not the first time. This one is the mass one. But there's nothing God will do that you won't create an example. So he has raptured people before. He lifted up Enoch. He lifted up Elijah. He lifted up Jesus Christ. And one day he will lift the believers up. The question is, are you a believer? Or you are a churchgoer? Writing your name in a church does not make you go to heaven. A priest burying you does not give you the license to go to heaven. Most of the priests burying you themselves are not going. How would you go? You just go to a church so that when you die, the church can bury you and put it in their small truck. Life is more than that. Look at this. Then together with them, we who are still alive and remain on the earth will be caught up together in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Then we will be with the Lord forever. Let me deal with the other side before you say amen. We will be with the Lord forever. So if you mix him, you mix him forever. Vice versa. There's no neutral ground. No neutral ground. No neutral ground. No neutral ground, girl. If you go with him, it's forever. If you mix him, it's forever. Whichever side you go, it's forever. That's what I told you. If you mix heaven, you can't mix air. No, there's no neutral ground. Once you wake up and you have mixed heaven, you can't mix air. When you mix air, you can't mix heaven. This is a generation that want to come to church and always pray, Lord, break witches. Lord, I thank God for that prayer. Are you born again? Are you a believer? Are you safe? You want a breakthrough. After you get the breakthrough, it's your name in the book of life. Don't let this generation limit Christianity like it, it, God is some kind of Father Christmas. Sitting in heaven, give me a husband, he give it to you. Give me a child, he give it to you. Give me a car, he give it to you. Give me a house, he give it to you. Every day, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. That is not the God we serve. That's not the God we serve. That's not the God we serve. The greatest problem we have created in the church, eh? can I tell you guys, boy, the greatest problem is to raise church members instead of disciples. Wow. Ah. Jesus never said, go and make church members. He said, go and make disciples of me. So by this time, you should be winning souls. But how would you win souls when you want a permanent cream? No. 17 days prophetic encounter for visa. Hey, come on. That's it. Let's pray for Ghana. Oh, we Let's pray. Today, intercession prayers are not in the church. We don't pray. But we don't pray for the church. When we became born again, we the people who were leading us, they didn't, they didn't have anything. The strong point is holiness, prayer, fasting, and soul winning. Hey, don't broadcasting. Me, God is my witness. Yes. Yes. Say, I'm sorry. And I'm the Yesu Asamo Brow. For whom are Yesuna? 
You are disturbing me. Oh. We went to villages and preached the gospel. Hey, don't broadcast my boss. Hey, Manji, do you remember in the hostel I was doing bron- don't broadcast at the hostel? Mr. Sammy, I used to do bron- Do you remember I raced at hostel school? Do- I mean, I raced a fellowship in the hostel. It was more than a huge church. Revival. Wherever I go, it was there. Ask him. Early morning, students will say, I said, hey, you are going to hell. You can have first class and go to hell. Yeah? I didn't start doing this thing from now. I'll be on fire from God for the time I became born again. This prayer spirit has been with me. First, I used to go and fast and come. My mother would see me and start crying. And everybody said, I don't give you food. When the mother was crying, I was crying. He said, What is wrong with you? I said, Mommy, I don't know what is wrong. Man. I don't know what is wrong, but I, I, this is what I feel like doing. When the mother was sitting and preaching, he said, I remember. I said, Thank God you are the only one who will remember. So, all this thing you were doing, this is where God was bringing you. Listen, listen. It takes God time to anoint you. And God cannot anoint anybody who has not tested. If you are to walk in a certain realm, and God give you grace to build a city and your name is around, you must be tested and proven. You'll be tested with women, you'll be tested with money, you'll be tested with character. It's that women like anointing. I'm telling you, women love anointing. Women love anointing so much that when they come around you, you have to be careful. Do you know that there were a lot of women surrounding Jesus? Hey, in fact, it was so strong that when Jesus rose, they were the first to see. Women were the first to see the resurrected body of Jesus. All the apostles didn't have the opportunity. When the apostles were running away for fear, the women were going to the cemetery. Women, without them, the gospel cannot be preached. Oh! Now, much as they love anointing, if they come around you, you don't have capacity, you mess them. The compassion in their heart will let them give their body to you. They can do things before they regret. They will finish doing it and cry, but they've done it. Don't look at me. You know yourself. You know what I'm talking about. And you have done it. And you know that what I'm saying is true. No. I told one pastor, I said, listen, don't sit down and listen to, if you're a woman, eh, and you listen to the problems of your, especially your pastor, if your pastor keep coming, or your college in the office, if he's a charismatic guy, handsome, designer beer, and he keep talking to you about how his wife is disturbing him, you give your body to him. You see, there is something where your strength is, your weakness can be found. Can I make that statement again? Where your strength is, your weakness can be found. One of your strengths is compassion. It is also where your weakness can be found. So when you listen to people's problems, you think you can be a solution. So, if you are hanging around me, I always come around. Mommy is not treating me well. Mommy is not. I said when I started, Mommy doesn't give me sex. I'm suffering. I'm preaching, but it doesn't give me sex. You think that what am I there doing? Eh? So that you really want sex? Okay. So, let's go. Yes, Moja No, I'm telling you, these are the way pastors fall. And no, no. There is no body dead or alive. I am not a perfect man in marriage. I have my own weakness. My wife is aware. But I've never gone to anybody and complain. Never. And it will never happen. 
you have to learn to have your own problems and solve it yourself. No. There is a place that when maturity brings you to the place. If I deal with mommy or we are fighting and he comes to church to stand there, when everybody's preaching, when we are preaching, he won't laugh. He won't clap. And his face like. Especially when I say something there. He is expressing his emotion, but he's a son of immaturity. So immaturity, sometimes you pretend. Everything is not all right, but you front a very good face and wait for the change to come. It is called the spirit of maturity. The spirit of maturity. The spirit of maturity. So you and your husband can be fighting in a car, but another person will meet you and don't know. Because there is nothing shows that you are fighting. And if you show a face of fighting, you are immature. No! You are not blaster, you are starlets. You are an under 17 mind. There are, a lot of, there, there, there are a lot of immature wives in church. There are a lot of immature husbands in church. Every little thing they show their emotions. They go to work, everybody will know. Why should you put your matrimonial home story on the showbiz? For what? Because every fighting in the home is temporary. You are patting up and you are growing up in maturity. You grow in maturity on a rough ridge and a rough wood. God use other, other partners' character to shape you. So you don't like the way he behaves, but you must accept it and go with it. So listen, you don't marry to change your partner, you marry to accept them the way they are because God needs that particular character to shape in you. I've given you two, strong two, and I'm taking you to about eight of them. The last six are very strong. Eight is the number of new beginning. Make sure you are born again. Work before God and be perfect. There's a way you have to live your life. Don't just be careless. Live your life in a certain way. Live your life in a certain way. Have spiritual boundaries. Don't just walk around. Look at what God has done with my life. Prophet Nana said, I came from nothing. I never dreamed. If somebody gave me a prophecy, God would bring me this, I would never know. But let me tell you something. It has come with strong principles. Discipline and sacrifice. You don't just live your life thinking that it's about you. You live for people. So, I don't sit down and take decisions just about me. I know that destinies are connected to me. And I can't live my life anyhow. How can you, listen, listen, don't clap. How can you just take a girl to a hotel and sleep with her? And don't forgotten that millions of people are connected. As I'm standing here, I can't tell how many people are connected to me. Some I may never meet in life. But by the grace on me, their life has been changed, transformed. So I walk with that mindset. I walk with that mindset. I walk with that mindset. And I, it's not God control, it's self-control. It's not God control. So don't pray for God to control you. Control yourself. It's not God control. It's self-control. It's a virtue. It's one of the virtues of the fruit of the spirit. You control yourself. And you stand. And you stand. You stand. Don't just let divorce be the vocabulary of your marriage. So marriage can patch up and fall in land alignment after 15 years. Some can be five. Some can be ten. I heard a pastor say, I started loving my wife after 18 years of marriage. Then I begin to understand it. He said, we fought for 18 years. And from 18 to 25, it's like we are in heaven. It is that time that light came. 
This is a generation without any sacrificial love. We can't wait for anybody. Everybody is demanding perfection from somebody. We demand perfection that we cannot meet. If Jesus should become born again, he demands perfection from you. Will you stand? The love Jesus has for us is called sacrificial love. She waited for us. He we mess up. He hold us, patch up with us, and carry us until we come to maturity. Wow. And accepted us. We don't wait for one another. We don't have insight. We don't even understand the thing called marriage. Let me tell you something. You can marry a woman, and you, the woman, was raised up in a home with your father and your mother. They corrected you. They rebuke you. They, they, they guide you. But the guy might be raised up by himself. And so, you didn't just marry a man. Expect him to be like your brothers. Because he never had the opportunity. So, that guy is on you as a husband. But he's also your son. And if you don't have that insight and maturity, you will destroy his life. Instead of waiting. Yeah. Two women married, true story. Both of them, their husbands were virgins. The other girl, the other girl was lying. The guy said, what do I do? Hey. Oh. Not, not, not everybody is like that. The guy said, what do I do? And also, the girl systematically, there is a man in Reverend Sue's church. I don't want to mention his name. She married a woman that is illiterate. She taught the woman until the woman has a master's degree. He taught her. She helped her to go to school. He taught her to write A O level. Taught her to write A level. Finish first degree. And the woman sat down and had masters. They went to the honeymoon. The other guy said, he took his time. Okay, this is the way you go about it, daughter. Hey, then I'll tell me, me need that time, man. And then I'll tell you, what's it? Then I'll hear you. Chong, 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 man. Okay. They are pretending like if it is them, they will have time. But you see, you can say anything until you meet reality. When we're going to marry, we all have our expectations. And most of our expectations are not met. Courtship is a pretending time. The reality comes when we declare your husband and wife. Now you live in Dansuma, you live in Miocho. Now you are two in the bedroom. You are going to learn to see a woman that snow and a man that snow. Yeah. You are going to learn to see a woman that weary on the bed or a man that weary on the bed. Who said it doesn't happen in marriage? You think everything in the bedroom that will bring around? Yeah. You are going to see a woman that doesn't like buffing. And don't you know what I'm talking about? You know it. Sometimes I want you, I want you, I want you, not their film, mother. These are the realities we are talking about. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? You will you face reality. And if you're not ready for reality, don't go there. Spare the marriage story and don't add up to the negative story. Stay out and be like Paul. There are people going to the altar. They are only going to add more disgrace to their family life. That's all. They are going to disappoint God and, 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 and present a negative testimony. About the marriage system. No. No. When you see people marry for 20 years, 25 years. Hey, it's not 25 years of honey. 
It's 25 years of forgiveness. 25 years of forget, forgetfulness. 25 years of patching. 25 years of, I mean, managing. 25 years of stomaching troubles. 25 years of pretending everything is fine and seeking the face of God and trusting God that it will change. So, it's not 25 years. It's 25 years of feeling like killing this guy, but you didn't kill him. Can we have poison? We share us everybody. This is what will keep you maintain your firstborn status. Anywhere you go, they are telling you announce a story, they are digging your grave. People have sat in the church and dig their own grave because they never know the truth. They are fornicating and think that it's right. Yeah. You see, because we are preaching, we don't have failure. You think because we preach, we don't see beautiful women. That is why the Bible says self-control. Everybody has a right. If you're a pastor, you can be a pastor and chase girls. Yeah. All things are permissible. So if I don't do it, it means I'm within spiritual boundaries. Yes, everybody. Everybody. Everybody is a human being. You, you can be a woman and commit adultery. It is your responsibility. Not even God has power to touch your way. If God can touch people's way, then you would have permitted Adam to eat the food. He willingly gave it to you. There is something you have, not even God can touch it. You desire to, if you use it in the context of his way, it's to your advantage. If you go contrary, you face the consequence. There are repercussions. Wow. Don't feel like it. Let's, let's teach people reality. Don't let us make it look like uh, this thing is like some kind of make-believe system. We are dealing with it. reality. 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 You can fight with your wife and you regret it for marrying her and you feel like going for You can fight with your husband and regret it for marrying him and feel like there's another guy that looks good. But you, if you go contrary to the word, there are repercussions. Dangerous ones. God never said that after you marry, you will not get attracted to other people. Other people will not get attracted to you. It is not in the Bible. After you marry, you will still get attracted. There are people in the Bible, they were God's friend. They made a mistake and God made sure that they pay for it. Because, 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 if you can reward righteousness, you must be able to punish injustice. And that is what makes him a just God. The God that can reward righteousness must punish sin. And if he doesn't punish sin, he's not righteous. So he loves you. He won't take his love, but he will deal with you. I went to Dubai. I was talking to an intelligent person in Dubai. And I asked him, I said, how do you control crime in this country? People leave their phones and come back and the phone is there. He's a man of God. We punish people such a way that when you hear it, it will deter you from trying to repeat it. He said, the way we do the punishment, when you hear it, all stealing spirit will leave you. This is what African lacks. This is what we lack. And I saw that it's God's principle. No. This man said I'm preaching. Not everybody online will listen. No, they won't listen. No. We have generation that pastors are preaching. Oh, do anything you like, and we are living by grace. 
They are sweeping people into hell. They are just in a church. Not everybody can listen. Some of them, they are messed. Don't think everybody is in church is ready to go to heaven. Some of them don't even know the heaven we are talking about. No. Some of them live it. The mindset of the way they become born again, they grew. It has nothing to do with Christ. Narrow is the way that leads to destruction. Stand to your feet. Lift up your tongue. You think it's easy? <laughs> you think it's easy? You think it's easy for people for you to be broke you can't pay your school fees you can't pay your rent and a man put twenty thousand dollars and he said let me sleep with you and you have to look at the money and reject the money and go and patch with a friend's balanda this is the price for following christ you must stand for him before he stands for you Fast and dry, I'm all night. Officer, I grow. And I grow. Hey, sometimes we are fasting, we are preaching. We are fasting, we are preaching. Mommy say, eat something and come and say, no, let me go and preach. <laughs> I can finish preaching and say, it's too late, let me continue. Yeah, that's the price. You keep yourself going. Hallelujah. I told you, at the greater tanker that carried the gas or petrol to go to a cell and offload it, it needs its own fuel to move. Don't be a person dependent on anything you carry. You must carry your own fuel. It means, uh, listen, and let me tell you something. You think it's easy for us to preach what we preach. It comes to judge us. Uh So you must live by what you preach. That is why it's not everybody who dare to preach it. Because one thing to preach is another thing to live by it. (laughs) Hold it. Get it for me. How many of you want to want God to continue to use you as a firstborn? Two things. Make sure you are safe. Amen. Walk before me and be blameless. Amen. So what is a blameless life? Go and cut off with that boy. Vow that you will not see your nakedness again. Stop the stealing. Stop gossiping. Stop lying. Develop and grow in holiness. Amen. Without holiness, no one can see the Lord. Every sin a man commits, Paul says, is outside your body. But the sin of fornication, you sin against your own body. Every fornicator and adulterer hates himself or herself because, because you were against your own body. You just coveted people's sinful souls and added strong scriptures. Anyone that sleeps with prostitute is one with a prostitute. It means that if somebody sleeps with a thousand women, and you are a virgin, and you sleep with the man, you have converted a thousand people's spirits. If you study the Bible well, and what the Bible talks about sexual act, you st- and by revelation, you stay away from it. I didn't understand why people like Kenneth Hagin or Robert, did they marry early? Kenneth Hagin married at the age of 18 years. His wife was, I think it was 19, his wife was 18. Those people would rather marry early and suffer than fornicate. If you're a man, you are burning, you know you are burning. It's in the Bible. Paul says, if you are burning towards your virgin, do what? Marry. Mama caught us five years, seven years. We need to say, deal. So we are that deal. So we are busy. So we are brobeo. Nyame pe de bechere. Only oba we a court. Pe girl you know. Your girlfriend in the court. We couldn't fear no oba. 
No Are you a three? No, people are hypocrites. People are not facing reality. I caught up with my wife for less than one year. We have married for 22 years plus. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is reality. We are get we are not the two years. Obey my court with her for two years. I'm on some people who are so close to say, "Oh, just ban out of her." We are supposed to now see her. Now, this girl is too beautiful to court with her for two years. Are you a three? These are the realities. Right? Let me show you the power of a woman. This one is not courtable. Somebody saw a woman buffet. She only saw the upper part. She couldn't handle it. A king who has wives at home. So if you don't channel your last word, the reason God punished him is that it's not like you don't have a woman to descend your last. He said, I gave you women and I gave you your master's wives. When Saul died, God added his wife to David. David, if the thing is wearing scared, David go for it. David saw was the upper part because I'm sure the bathroom was no roof. How many of you have bathed in such a bathroom before? And I never born in Enchel. The Denyamia says, "Na Obema be any nasura or shell." Because what sexophobia ministry? Basa 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 basa. David, after sleeping with Bathsheba, he couldn't accomplish any great thing again. Even the temple that God waited for him to buy all the materials, God didn't allow him to build. He said, come, come to heaven. What you did? I won't let you build a temple. He bought all the materials. The temple Solomon built, David bought all the materials. If God will not let you build, how did you let you buy the materials? After Bathsheba, God said, it's over. So you can sleep with a woman and God will say, it's over with you. May that never be your testimony. I've been sleeping, but it's not over. Congratulations. No problem. We are here. All the things we are talking, I don't believe you. I've been sleeping and sleeping, but nothing is over. I'm still speaking in tongues. I'm still worshiping, and I'm still coming to church, and the power of God is upon me. Congratulations. Continue. On. One day, when you are in your glory, and God has blessed you, and the peace of God has surrounded you, you will thank God for my life. And some of you are already thanking God for my life. If, if I didn't respond to the call of God, you will not be able to be found. Listen, let him that sin see no more. If you are here and you are living a life that don't please God, don't deceive yourself. Make a U-turn. State it straight. Don't listen to this message and brought it and push it back. Don't sweep it under the carpet. Stand before God in your home and say, Lord, I am messing up. I am messing up. I am messing up. If for any reason you forgot everything I've heard, check the book of 1 Thessalonians. Now I give it to you. Jesus will descend with a trumpet with the voice of an archangel. I don't know how that trumpet will look like. One trumpet will blow the whole world. Everybody will hear. Hey. It's serious. But I've shown you, show you angels in the Bible who put one leg in the sea and one leg on the land. I've shown you to you before. Haven't I show you? Yeah. Revelation chapter 6. The angel that cancelled time. One day time will not be there. When God is ushering from time to eternity, huh, there's an angel that will cancel time. That angel. He's so huge that he put one leg in the sea, put one leg on the land, and left the sun. It's called a triangular angel. 
Bakoso. Lift up your two hands. Say, Father. Uh, one more turn. Huh? Receive grace. Because oh. grace, grace, because grace. Grace, grace, grace. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Sure. So I flower is what you do. I'm going to want bomb by your master to one. the mouse will say roller coaster. And that is something where, in my experience, let me tell you something about women. They quickly can see, but they can easily receive forgiveness. But a man can be a struggle, especially when you have a call. Because the devil can let you feel like it has affected your core. Mm, mm. And he can torment you. Yes, yes. Because of my core membrane, I'll be James is here. I'll be five minutes. I'll be two 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 minutes. i I made their channel were released at the end of my Ah, when you are dealing with women, be careful. Oh. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, be very careful. They are very delicate creatures. They themselves don't understand who they are. No, they don't know. They don't even know the power they carry. A man is vulnerable before a woman. Vulnerable. But if you stand before a woman, <laughs> a lot of the mistakes the church pray, they pray for leaders of. Uh, uh, oh, look at the way Paul. I exhort there's a supplication that said be made for all men. So said those in authority should have added and their wives. <laughs> that message at all, Paul, Paul, that place, Paul, there's something. Because most of the men is their heart, their wife, they control the country. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, Hallelujah. <laughs> Revelation. Ha! I think about it. I'm a correctable. Can you imagine women corrected Paul? So I'm It means a normal cancer or worry and they will deal with it. Sure. When you're a prophet, oh, I'm a prophet. Adam. In J.P. Abbey, if you say J, they cry away, they cry away, they cut. Adam, also, if you think about it, this is not a prophet, you know, I mean, a Kasai direct boy eat of every fruit. So, and the Bible said there were so many different fruits. Fababo not kind. Not one day one. Read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Next year, I'm going to give an award for those who read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. Watch this. And when you finish reading, study the character of women in the Bible. 
Even God cannot accomplish some of his things without them. No. I believe when God tells Saul to go and kill all the Amalekites, he said, don't spare them, kill them. Because God foresee that they can create a problem. So come in now. If you kill all the Amalekites, you will spare your life. He spared some of them. One rose up like Haman. Haman is a Malachite. He's called Agagite. And Agag is the one Saul spared. But you see, God put a woman as a secret weapon with the king. So the one that saved the situation is Esther. No angel can solve it. No angel can solve it. And they can take daring steps. A woman, if you hear a woman say, if I perish, I perish, stand aside. Right. She will face you. She broke the constitutional record and entered the king's court. And the king was not seen for 30 days, pointed at him. He was shining like something. And he entered there. God would have, and all the Jews could have died. And it's not just killing the Jews. What is the purpose of Haman killing the Jews? So that the Messiah will not be born. Because Messiah cannot be born from Kumasi. He cannot be born from Cape Coast. She has to be trapped from the German line. So kill every Jew alive. Then we cut the Messiah off. You must have revelation to understand that. So Haman's attack, when the devil enters Haman, it's not just to kill every Jew. It is to stop the Messiah from being born. Period. Why did... The angels came to sleep with the woman in Noah's time so that they can contaminate the blood that the Messiah will not be born. Every attack of the devil on earth is geared toward before Jesus was born. It's geared toward the seed of the woman. That prophecy, the seed of the woman, made the devil wanted to contaminate seed. Now the woman's seed has come and gone to heaven. He is trying to contaminate the product of the seed. The proceeds that come from the seed, she wants to cut them from going to heaven. You will not mix your destiny. Yeah. I say you will not mix your destiny. How many, how many of you can check your life and see that you were firstborn? Oh, thank God. Now, let's put our hands up. Is there anybody in this room that is not a firstborn? Is there anybody? No. So, when you scan your life, some of you have you seen that you were firstborn 20? 20 firstborns. We were first born to have Rasta. It's first born. First born to come to Accra. Wow. Although it's there. It's, it's, it's possible. First born to come to Ukromobia Makrada. Hi. What about the first born to go to America? One person who didn't understand that person, they took his shoe in a play. Of bad bro, I've never that on grandsa, that the walls. It's from KLM to B. Shoe. Sure. It's called spirit without bodies. And we are spirit with bodies. So you can't see them, but they can pick. One in the book of Nazar San was there. He only saw a handwriting. Many, many tackle of us. It means that the hand wrote, but we didn't see the face. The supernatural realm is dangerous. Daniel came to read. He said, "You have been found. You have been. You have been weighed in a balance." And he will You have been found wanting. It means a Because you A hand wrote. Shit. I remember when we were in school in the fellowship. I was again mercy. He had a dream that somebody was cutting his back with knife. When he wake up, the, 
the, the skin was open with a knife, but no blood was coming. And the cat was white. And he started having mental problems. That was my first experience of deliverance. I saw a woman talking with a male voice. Hey. <laughs> first experience of deliverance in life. As you guys tell, come out, come out. Come out, come out, come out, come out. Come out. Huh? When the guy caught and caught one of my friends, you won't have a woman with your car. You saw my wife also, or maybe her come out, or no, body there from top. Ho hoy, ho hoy. I think I was supposed to, a dog or somebody. I was, I was making deliverance. A slim girl like in Kunim, eh? Lifted the man like Pastor Martin. Mm. She was an awesome. I saw it. Mm. Oh, bad look around us. After I started going back, I was the one preacher. Then the guy like this and hit him on the ground. He lifted the guy like pencil. Have you forgotten the lady that made him power? I pray for. He finished a wedding. The husband was going to fire. Not only the guy has a strong spiritual marriage. As this guy, as you feel like they were there. He lifted the guy. He said, when he started, he was removing the dress. Said, <laughs> Didn't I tell you not to marry her? On Mark Wanshua, didn't pour down. The guy woke up before him in Kaswa. Them. He said the testimony. We are, God used us to deliver them. Sure. Today, those kind of demons, you don't see them in church. You saw demon two by four. Yeah. Hey, come on, come on. Then all that. Sure. I have seen demons that can lift up people. I have witnesses. That is what we learn about demonology. They are dangerous demons. I remember there was an incident in Kwando. Eh? That when I went to crusade with Papa Robert and I was doing the morning session. There was a little girl who delivered. He stood like this. 17 horses couldn't move her. He just drew her. Who? They all fall down. Who? They all fall down. Sure. Hmm. <laughs> I remember. I don't know what I said. Or somebody can say, Prof. I'm Paul program. I'm the uncle. This one. I asked the Lord, what do I do? He said, Pour water on her. I said, I turn this water to the blood of Jesus. One. Ah! He fell down in the spirit. It means that the spirit fear water and the blood. So by revelation. But those things, God must tell you what to do. So listen, you can't do some, some kind of revelation without hearing God. Because there are some demons. I'm telling you. Yeah? The man had gathered here. When Jesus said, come out, they didn't come. Jesus, go and study that deliverance session where. Come out of it, they didn't. Then Jesus went ahead and asked, what is your name? And they said, our name is Legion. He said, my name is Legion. We are many. It means that he's the leader of the squad. And until you deal with that leader, the rest are not coming. Now, if Jesus cast that demon out, they could have killed the man. So they themselves asked Jesus. They asked permission to leave. And the Bible said Jesus gave them leave. And that is where they were. Now, can you imagine? The demon that was in one man, 2,000 pigs couldn't handle them. When they entered, they killed all the pigs. So, it's not enough to go and stand there, come and come out. You must have insight. Oh, but deliverance, you must carry something to command the spirit to live. It's not every spirit that now. No. Hallelujah. No, 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 no. There is something they carry that you must know. Hallelujah. 
you are going to be free from every satanic release. Amen. So in the name of Jesus, name of Jesus as, I lift up my voice as I lift up my voice to pray, give me grace, give me grace to walk before you to walk before and be blameless. blameless. How many of you want to be blameless before the Lord? No. You need that to sustain the firstborn. The firstborn, uh, what do we call it? Inheritance that God is bringing. Amen. Thank God that you are the first to come to Accra. <laughs> but you have to be first to go to America. First to own, let's say, you see, when you see somebody has built, let's say, a seven-story building, you are the first. Now, we're done and we see, what will be a sit down with you? Sometimes, just go and sit at the site and pray. Just sit there and say, Lord, thank you for this gift. Protect me. Deliver me. Shield me. Thank you for the seed, the, the spirit of seed and party. You began with me, you finished it. Yeah. Some people were praying, God told them, the hand that laid the foundation will finish it. Yeah. If God didn't lay that statement, to cut off in the middle. Yeah. And so I took a buff up So, that is why when I, now, I now remember why when we were building this city, mm-hmm. huh? God made me come and stay here. Stay on the ground and pray. One day, my Twitter book city escaped for me. I was sleeping. 12, 12, 12 15. The Lord will come. What are you doing here? Is that what? Come back. Wow. What you are content is not in the hotel. Come and face them on the land. The Israelites didn't stay in Egypt and fight. If you want to fight, Jericho, go to Jericho. If you want to fight, I go to I. So the territory you go determine the battle you fight. Stand on the ground. This is the bottom line. Hey. I'm in trouble. <laughs> there is another one I'll show you tomorrow. You are the first to marry that guy in the family where he's not permitted to marry. In the spirit realm, the label on him is that he's not supposed to. And you must get ready to fight. And what child you be no experience, but there's some people that is it. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with your husband, but the contention in the marriage is too much. Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Kadibaya. A lady said, when honeymoon, my husband died on me. Prayed and he came back to life. What do you do when such a thing happened? You told us, he said, Papa, I prayed. He said, this is not my portion. No, you must know God. the story. When we finish, my husband and I say, thank God. I am the first person to have a wedding in my family. So, we will answer, oh, yes, come. I pray naked. He said, Lord, look at my nakedness. If you don't raise him, I won't wear dress again. He said, that is a statement I made. He sneezed. Husband said, yeah. Where am I? Where am I? There are some prayers today. God saw me a prayer that was praying less than two minutes. Uh, and mm. it was a prayer of Elijah. Lord, fetch water into the into the into the altars. Yes, Fill it. And he said, Lord, so that these people will know that I am your prophet. Uh, and the Bible said the fire fell. Today fire will fall. Amen. Amen. 
God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.